Um, welcome to the pod, y'all. Another episode of When Black Cracks. I'm sure you hear a very familiar third voice. Yeah. It's just, you know. <laughs> very familiar. Our favorite, our favorite Emma of all the Emmas. Aw, <laughs> uh, there's so many Hi, of us Emma. now that actually that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, she ranks above Emma Watson, above Emma Stone, above... What's the other Emma? Emma Thompson, Emma the one I was named Tom- after. Who is um? Oh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My namesake. I don't is... know. I don't know if you rank above Emma Thompson. I don't know either. Which one is I'm that? Which one is that? Isn't she the older She's the one? Older one. She was in. She was. Oh, yeah, um, she, she the cutie. old woman. The. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She wasn't she's always an old woman, an old woman okay. Taylor. I'm, I'm like, she's hot, but she's an old woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she yeah. the old Emma, um, the first. Oh, with the with the act <laughs> with the English accent. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one. She was in Harry Potter. Uh, Professor Trelawney, I think she was Professor Trelawney. In Harry Potter. Which oh. one's that? I don't. I don't. She kind of had like she kind of had like um. <laughs> was um, she the tea lady? Yeah, like she kind of okay, had like okay. fortune, she was fortune teller lady? vibes. Yeah, ah, that's yeah. her. Oh shoot! And then the girl from Sweeney Todd killed her. That was that was a dark dark scene. I actually don't remember that scene, but okay. Um, well. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, though. I know who you're talking about. Because she like they had her I like lifted up above the long mm-hmm. table. The long Slytherin boardroom table, <laughs> oh, and they no. just like broke her in half or something. Board we should room? get it. <laughs> the Slytherin boardroom. It was a room. Slytherin boardroom. Yeah. This sounds like the <laughs> TikTok recap of <laughs> Harry Potter. Like, all I need to know is there was a Slytherin boardroom. Oh, no. um, the dude from Twilight is in it. <laughs> oh, my, my boy. And there's some magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's so that's still the funniest scene. <laughs> My Taylor, boy. that is <laughs> like But just but, Taylor, is, but just watch me like, do it. Watch me do it. <laughs> watch me do it. My boy <laughs> Taylor, I feel like laughing at the moment when somebody finds out that their son died might make you a masochist. <laughs> And I don't even know if that's the right word. I don't know if you're a masochist or a sadist. One of the two. It makes me cry. It's so funny. (laughs) Oh my god. This is like a throwback to when Taylor was talking about 9 Yeah. Um, All the way back at the first episode. Maybe that makes this the last episode. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh no. This is it. Now that was masochist. This is her official two right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just want, um, I like things full circle. That's all. This is a different type of podcast um, because we, Taylor and I, mostly me, um, couldn't get my shit together to podcast yesterday, and so we're combining two things that we needed to do this week. Mm -hmm. We needed to podcast, 
and yeah. we needed to meet for a book club because y'all we finally started our book club you know <laughs> the one that we've been talking about for like months at this point like we finally started we're like 100 pages into a book mm-hmm. um so y'all get book club and podcasting today yeah, yeah. this will be like the fifth or sixth book that i've started this year <laughs> but it'll be the first that i finish so hell yeah and that's all that matters gang right? gang after it's I bought this- 8 million books, I gotta finish at least one. Taylor, how much money did you spend in books within, like, four days? Literally got the stimulus check. Okay, here's the problem. Here's, here's what, Wait. this is what happened. I, we were buying this book, Kindred, by Octavia Butler. We were buying this book, getting ready for book club. I went to a local store, because I was like, you know what? Read black stories by local social justice and i was like i got mine from amazon (laughs) gave jeff bezos my coins well anyways well i went to the local bookstore and i couldn't find it but i spent like an hour looking for it and then i finally asked for help and i was like hey do you have this book and they looked it up they did not have this one they had um what's her other book emma the parable of the sower the parable of the sower they had that one i said no that's not book club material i'm not buying that one but (laughs) i did pick up like 10 other books so it's like i could have added that to the list but i didn't so okay so i have these 10 books that are not part of book club material not kindred then i went to barnes and noble to get kindred and the first thing i did was ask for help (laughs) and they were like yeah i'll get it for you took them half an hour in that half an hour, I picked up another 10 books at full price. And so I spent Not at Barnes & Noble, good, Taylor. I know. But no. in my defense, one of the books was a full set. It was five, It was the five books that are part of, like, the Wizard of Oz series, which, you know, okay. I love the Wizard of Oz. So I had to get it. But, um, I mean, that, that doesn't make up for the ten, the nine other books that I got, but... In my heart, it does. I think I spent $200, Chilovia, uh, to, to answer your question. On books. Yeah. On books. That's crazy. I Wait, love that you live, if... like, right up the street from a well-equipped library, and you <laughs> 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 literally <laughs> blocks away from what? your house. A hop, a skip, and a jump, and <laughs> instead you went on this journey. <laughs> But then I gotta, like, get a library card, and I gotta return it. And what if I never return it? You walk past oh, it probably, me. like, all the time. You think I walk places? <laughs> oh, she, she has a car now. I don't walk anywhere. She oh, rooms everywhere. Room, zoom, zoom. Taylor hasn't walked in months. <laughs> I haven't walked in months. Wait, I have a question. Is it common knowledge that there are more, there is, what is it? There are more than one books. There is more than one book in the Wizard of Oz series. Is that common knowledge? I thought it was. (laughs) Um, So Dorothy leaves home and goes back home in the Wizard of Oz and there are still four other books? Yeah, because it's it's almost like Wicked, where, like, you have Wicked, which is a story of, like, the good witch and the bad witch. Bad, depending on... If you ask a liberal, Alphaba is not a bad witch. Um... (laughs) You ask a liberal? You ask a liberal? I'm not even going to ask about that. And Galinda? Karen. Total Karen. But it's fine. (laughs) We don't have to go there right now. Um, 
But there are, I think, three or four other books in that series as well. Because it's not just, like, about them. It's, like, the whole world of Oz. Oh. Yeah. I actually did not know that at all. Mm -hmm. Well, book club. (laughs) The one that we're reading. Yeah, book club. Mm -hmm. Um, Kindred by Octavia Butler. Yeah. Um, My first thing that I need to tell our viewers is if you have not read this book yet, you should read it. It is a great book. And also, if you haven't read it yet, stop listening. Skip this episode on the pod and Mm -hmm. come back to it after you've read it because we might give you some spoiler alerts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, beware. Yeah. But also, if you're not going to read it, like, listen. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Truly. let's like, can we give a recap for the viewers of yes, what we've read uh, so on the far, first... where we've stopped, or what the general book is yes. about? Perhaps. Uh-huh. Um, we should uh-huh. make Taylor do it since she didn't come to book club last week. <laughs> oh damn! I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. What was I doing? I'm just saying. You were sleeping. You oh, thought, supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly she was sleeping, but we thought that she was having the time of her life with her friends. No, I literally, I went to grab a couple drinks, got home, just totally dozed off. But anyway, okay, what happened in the book so far? So, mm-hmm. our main characters, we've got Dana, black woman. Okay, wait, it takes place in the 19, the 1970s, but also in the 1810s, like, Yeah. Um, and then we've got, <laughs> so wait, wait, I'm sorry, but I feel like your recap, like if you haven't read the book, it's going to sound like, remember, what is that show on HBO that you were trying to get me to watch the black show? That's like, oh, really Lovecraft. Crazy. it's going to feel, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. This is going to sound like Lovecraft. This is going to sound like Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, and if you enjoyed Lovecraft, this is a great book to read. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So it takes place in 1970s but also the 1810s, where Dana, a black woman, is married to this white man named Kevin, and they go, well, Dana goes back in time, like, she has these little dizzy spells, and she ends up in the 1800s, and she's helping this little white boy named Rufus, but his father, <laughs> Mr. Wayland, stop laughing, his father, Mr. Wayland, is, like, beating him and shit, he starts drowning in a river, <laughs> He's, he almost set the house on fire, and Dana has to save him through all of that. And then one time, Kevin touches Dana in a dizzy spell, and they both end up there. And so now, they're both traveling through time, and um, yeah, that's where we are. Yeah, and um, the first two times, <laughs> well, if you haven't gotten the gist, Rufus is a little badass little boy, mm-hmm. um, and he's... Cl- always in the middle of like dying like he's always in these situations where he will die um but the first couple of times dana was only in the 1800s for a couple minutes or Mm -hmm. like hours Mm -hmm. first time was like minutes second time was hours this time it's been like multiple days yeah this time it's been months i couldn't tell if it's been like weeks or months no it's been months at some point she's like oh, it's been two months that I've been, like, Mm. teaching this guy how to read, or, like, it's been two months that, like, Rufus's leg has been healing. Oh, yeah, she does, because she's, like, his leg isn't healing correctly for it having happened two months ago. Yeah, 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 that's what it was brought up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even though minutes pass for her in 1976, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it can be up to you know weeks or months mm-hmm. in um, the eighteen yeah. hundreds. It'll be like a tiny amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of racial context for y'all. Um, black women and white men were allowed to be married in um, the nineteen seventies, where this takes originally takes place. And then they oh. go back in time to where, like, slavery is very much normalized. Um, and th- just that experience of them being married, but also, like, him now having to put on this act of, like, owning her so that they don't die is very mm. interesting. Mm. Yeah. He getting a little too into it, though. I know, right? Some of the he things that he itch. say. Kevin makes some me of the itch. Things- <laughs> Some of the things that he's saying, I'm like, Mm-mm. you're going to be a slave owner. Like, no, if y'all for stay here for long enough, yeah. you are going to own slaves. I'm like, he's too good at this little pretend game. He's a little too good at it. And he seems excited about it. And that's what mm-hmm. makes me itch. I'm like, nah, it could be mm-hmm. me. <laughs> that's, that's what's so weird is, like, I think that's a, like, theme, I think, coming in the book of just, like, how, because obviously, like, the whole plot just, like, set up is so, like, oh, shit. Whenever you hear that the book is basically about, like, a modern or, like, at that time modern black woman being transported back in time to when she's, like, has no other possibility than to be a slave, mm-hmm. basically, or, and without, like, papers and stuff, there's no way that yeah. she could be seen as anything else. And how you're kind of like, oh, inevitably that would be a terrible experience and, like, dramatically change her but then it's also like but whenever her husband comes back with her it's like he actually also could be dramatically changed in Mm -hmm. a way that Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't often maybe that's not like not the first thought of like Mm. whenever you're talking about just like um the history of slavery and the experience yeah yeah and I feel like she before he goes back she like kind of talks about how like she doesn't want him to go back with her to because he could be changed in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what's crazy, too, is, like, that... I didn't, I didn't even really pick up on that at first because I was wondering as I read. I was, like, she seems, like, so hesitant. Or she, she just does not want her to come with him, even though, like, it, on the surface, would seem like a good idea to have, mm-hmm. like, an ally, especially mm-hmm. someone that's, like, your husband, coming back with you and, like, being able to like protect you in some way but that it's like she feels like her will or like integrity to the like freedom that she has as like a woman in modern times is more solid than his own like she doesn't like even Mm -hmm. trust him to not change Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think it's also just like can't like will he be able to get back you know like i think that's also a piece of it like the logistics of it yeah like Mm -hmm. legitimately can you like will you make it because Mm -hmm. like she has a dizzy spell obviously she's going back but like he needs to be touching her be around her whatever in order for that to happen for him and like even at the end of this chapter i was like wait did he make it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i know that's like where it leaves off literally um i also think that it's just pointing to like and this is interesting for me being an inner in an interracial relationship i think it's pointing to like the power that power has i think so many of us are like like oh like my husband is woke or like he's like racially aware but it's like 
if people are put in positions where like they are literally being told that they are superior and other people are being put in Mm -hmm. positions where they're being told that they're inferior and that message is around you literally everywhere in every single Mm -hmm. way from like just like the structure of the house but also like the games that the kids play and all those Mm -hmm. things like who I think it's a lot it's harder to say that like we I myself wouldn't like revert to that mindset or like my husband wouldn't revert to that mindset you know Mm -hmm. so yeah this book is this I mean it's a great read it's a fun read but it's intense it is a fun read um in some ways so y'all know I've like started Malcolm X autobiography of Malcolm X a million times um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways Kindred is like just showing things in a more vulgar way but the way that she Mm. writes about it is so much more enjoyable to read about that like (laughs) there have been moments where I've stopped myself and I'm like I'm really like turning the pages rapidly while reading about somebody getting whipped whipped yeah like am I actually absorbing this content in the way that I Mm -hmm. should be Mm -hmm. um so that's that's been interesting yeah, I said that to you, but it's, like, it's literally written in the way... Because it's, like, you remember whenever you were in maybe middle school or something and you found a book that you were obsessed with and it was just, like, a young mm-hmm. adult book that was just mm-hmm. written in such a clear way? I almost feel like it's, like, that feeling of just, like, needing to turn the page, but with such mm-hmm. a heavier topic that, yeah, I agree. It's, like, very... Mm-hmm. You're, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, like, mm-hmm. like, um... I didn't put the quote in our quotes thing, but I'll just, like, read it real quick. But, um, page 99. Okay. Page 99. So, it's, yeah, it's a really okay. long passage. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. So, basically, Kevin and Dana are walking. They see some kids playing. Mm-hmm. And this is the kids interacting with each other and, like, what they're playing. Mm-hmm. Now here, a likely wench called the boy on the stump. He gestured toward the girl who stood slightly behind him. She cook and wash and iron. Come here, gal. Let the folks see you. He drew the girl up beside him. She young and strong, he continued. She worth plenty money. Two hundred dollars. Who bid two hundred dollars? The little girl turned to frown at him. I'm worth more than two hundred dollars, Sammy, she protested. You sold Martha for five hundred dollars. Um, oh, you shut your mouth, said the boy. You ain't supposed to say nothing. When, y'all, I can't say that word. Mars? What is, Mars? Okay, when Mars Tom bought Mama and me, we didn't say nothing. Um, I read that part, like, three different times because I was like, like, the first time, obviously I intook the information, but the first time I read it, I was like, that didn't hit me the way it was supposed to hit me. Like, that was supposed to hit me a lot harder and I kept reading Mm -hmm. it and I'm like literally the way that she writes makes it so easy for you to just like keep on turning the page and almost Mm -hmm. miss the fact that she's talking about little kids talking about selling slaves Mm -hmm. like and that's how they play a game in the same Mm -hmm. way that like little kids play dress up right now like these are the games that they played yeah Yeah. and in the same way she she keeps mentioning like it's so easy to slip into this character like Mm -hmm. for her and her husband like it's just so easy to walk through that and be like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. And, like, I think she gives the readers that same experience. 
mm-hmm. where you're just reading it casually as if that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, page 101, y'all. She says, oh. the ease, us, the children. I never realized how easily people could be trained to accept mm-hmm. slavery. And the first time that I read that, I was like, oh, she's thinking about herself. But now that I think about it, I'm like, she's also thinking about her husband. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Crazy. And the kids. The and the kids. Yeah. That just, like, obviously hit for so many reasons, but especially... I don't know, like, that truth is, like, something that can just be, it's, like, bigger than just this story and, like, just this mm-hmm. one moment in history. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that's important about the book is, like, going back between, like, two different times. Like, I just kept thinking about how, like, terrible stuff was happening at this time when, like, in regards to race that was, like, directly descended from the problems that she's, like, going back and experiencing. Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking about that because it's like, you know, the kids were were playing like slave trade or whatever. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's like an appalling fact. But at the same time, when you think about it, why why wouldn't they be doing exactly what they Mm -hmm. see? Like what? But Mm -hmm. then I kept keep thinking about now, like what are like what are things that you see kids just like accept and stuff that Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you're just like, fuck, (laughs) I wish they didn't have to Mm -hmm. accept that. I wish we didn't live in a world where that was like something they have to feel like acclimate to yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. crazy stuff man yeah Mm -hmm. that's like hypothetical but also not if you think of something (laughs) oh Oh, i mean i was just i was thinking like i think Tulipa used to like it's in the same way that like children play house or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like yeah when we were little like i we would play house like at school or whatever and like I mean, the woman or the girl was always playing, like, the mom, and she was a stay-at-home mom, and she was, like, cooking or cleaning or whatever, and the dad would come home and be like, hey, honey, I'm home from work, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, with, like, a briefcase or whatever, and the mom, like, the girl had to be, like, the mom with, like, a baby on her arm, and it's, like, I don't know, I mean, that's not nearly as, like, problematic as, like, children playing slave trade, but, um, it, it was, like, a social norm, you know, that, like, that was just seen on TV, seen in our households, mm-hmm. and, yeah, that's what the kids, like, imitate when they yeah. play house. I also think in relation to playing house, like, a little bit more nuance is, like, if if it's two girls playing house, like, it's mm-hmm. automatically assumed that, like, the uglier girl is going to play the boy. Mm-hmm. Or, like, mm-hmm. the less feminine and I, I don't even want to say feminine but like yeah. the less the the bigger girl is gonna pay, play the boy or mm-hmm. all of these other negative things that we like don't associate with beautiful women mm-hmm. um which is like things that we're just kind of like accepting and we're like yeah and that's how it is mm-hmm. yeah another thing I was thinking about too that like <clears throat> it's a little a little different from the gender thing, but I don't know. It's not unconnected, but I was I kept forgetting about how at the beginning of this chapter, at the beginning of the fall, <clears throat> she was like introducing, she was reflecting on when she first met Kevin mm-hmm. and how where she met him was she was like working out of a casual labor agency. We regulars called it a slave market. Actually, mm-hmm. it was just the opposite of slavery. The people who ran it couldn't have cared less whether you 
whether or not you showed up to do the work they offered. Um, they always had more job hunters than jobs anyway. And <clears throat> just, like, I kept thinking about how... Um, I actually kept thinking about this... Like, I was like, that's... I don't I don't know if I agree that's just the opposite of slavery because it's mm-hmm. just, like, an, ex- an extension of um, an ex- exploitative economic system mm-hmm. that just, like needs extra people needs people who have absolutely no work to pay them like tiny tiny amounts of money um I kept thinking too about how like damn even that of like her describing her modern situation they just extend from one another like if if people get rid of if if the country that was built on the backs of slavery or like free labor why wouldn't it evolve into like creating more opportunities for like like as much labor as they can get for like tiny tiny amounts of money Mm -hmm. from the most Uh exploited people in society Mm -hmm. so it's just like the lines between like then and now are like really blurred in this book and i i like that i have a question because i kind of forget um what does kevin do again is he also a writer writer. are they both writers they're both writers okay that's why they're working those shitty jobs because they can't get money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Except for he comes into some money for something. Um, but wait, Taylor, what was that question like about? Like, I was just like trying to like think about the relationship like in the mm-hmm. present, and like everything that I've learned about the relationship in the present has totally left my brain. Um, the one thing that sticks out to me about their relationship in the present is, like, when Kevin is just, like, well, then, if you're gonna go back in time, like, you have to do, like, you have to exist in this way. Like, trying to teach her how to survive, basically, Mm -hmm. but, like, not taking into account that, like, he's a white man and she's a black woman, and I'm, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And, I don't know, I was just trying to think, like, um, do, is there a different dynamic in their life? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a different scenario in their life where that dynamic shows up? But yeah, I think, I think she kind of points to like, no, Emma, you might have said this at last book club, but something along the lines of like how well read Dana is about the time period that she's going to, and um, like how much Kevin doesn't know. Mm-hmm. About the time period, like, she had to explain, like, what a patrol was and yeah. all these things. And it's like, oh, that points to the, the dynamic of just, like, the experience of, a, for a lot of women, black women, I would say myself included, of, like, being in an interracial relationship and just, like, loving this human and mm-hmm. also knowing that, like, nothing in their life has ever forced them to have to, like, know about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, in some ways it's like, yeah, let me speak for myself. In some ways it's like, yes, you can read an article that I sent to you or like now watch a TikTok that I send you, but like, I will always (laughs) just be like, right. (laughs) I will always just be like absorbing more information about the black existence in America just because like I have to, in order to like survive certain Mm -hmm. spaces. Yeah, I feel like there are a couple moments that I really like how she includes where she's like, oh shit, 
I just threw that thing that was on fire out the window when I should have just put it in the fireplace. Like, she, like, mm-hmm. realizes she does something stupid, and I'm, like, that's so authentic, because I feel like I'm constantly in those situations where I'm just, like, fuck. <laughs> like, I didn't do the right thing. And mm-hmm. it's cool that she, like, mm-hmm. remembers... She remembers to include, like, stupid things she forgets to do. But then there are other um, moments where, like, she she's like oh the reason that he wants to learn how to write is so that he can write himself a pass and escape to slavery or like oh Mm -hmm. i um i need certain papers to be able to like present they probably wouldn't look like this but you know like she knows these Mm -hmm. like critical pieces of like historical information and it's kind of like only alluded to that she's like she's done her reading or um oh yeah i remember i like did some research on this at one point but Mm -hmm. like it did make me wonder because I've never considered, I mean, obviously you never considered the possibility of, like, time travel, but, like, I never wondered (laughs) if I were around in, if I just, like, suddenly woke up and it was, like, this time, 1815, Mm -hmm. would I have any idea about, like, what it would take to survive, like, in my particular position? Mm -hmm. But then I was wondering for you, Taylor, as someone who, like, is African-American, you know, Mm -hmm. or, like, I mean, I know you consider yourself An American black, black. yeah. An American black. (laughs) Um, I just want to point out for all... It was like, I'm not on. saying that. Hold on. I just want to point out for all the haters who say that I call Taylor an American black in a condescending way, I wasn't going to say anything, but she said it herself. I'm just No, I, I actually think it's important. I think that's an important thing to, like, put on someone because... I, I mean, if you were to ask me what is my race, I would tell you black. Like, if you made me check a box, I would say black. But, like, I think in the context of talking about race i mm-hmm. like your identity and how you show up in the world and the things that you worry about like it's important to put the american before the black because being american black being african black or caribbean black like it's i think you do have a different existence and you walk through the world differently um i think maybe people perceive you as the same but your relation to your own blackness is very different. So I think that's important. Mm-hmm. So you mean like in terms of instead of being called African-American, that's why you find it important to be called American black or yeah. even just like reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say American black makes more sense for me than African-American. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, what's yeah. your question? <laughs> I was just wondering, like, do you know... Have you ever done your research in that way? Like, what would it have taken for me to survive? No, I have not done my research. Um, and I probably, when I think about that, because I have, I don't know why, but I've thought about that. Like, I don't know. What if I was, like, even if I was just like, oh, what if I was a slave today? You know? Like, I am no Harriet Tubman, okay? Mm-hmm. I am not <laughs> tracking the stars. I am not, cre- I am not tracking the pathways. <laughs> I'm not doing the maps and the cornrows. I'm not doing it, okay? Um, <laughs> I don't even fight in real life. I play dead. So I would pro- I mean, I would just go with it. I Like, what other choice do I have? Like, if I wanted to survive, I would just go with it. Like, I immediately in the, in the fields. Immediately. Expeditiously. Mm-hmm. I'm picking cotton. Oh, Taylor, you would be a house slave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Said with attitude. <laughs> Um, wait, can I, can we? First of all, why? Second of all, what do you mean? First Uh, of all, because you, you are light. I know you don't like to be called light-skinned, but you are lighter. (laughs) 
Um, okay. And so I feel like you would be in the house. You wouldn't be out there picking cotton. Are you offended? No. I mean, listen, whatever my job is, I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. And I'm staying quiet because as far as my quote-unquote research goes, that's what you got to do to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to stay quiet. And you got to just do whatever you're asked to do or told to do or um, forced to do. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, same with her, where she's not mm-hmm. a Harriet Tubman in this situation. She's not Oh, no, acting- but she is. But she is. Because she's actively, like, okay, I'm gonna... Here's the other thing. Okay, two thoughts. One, she definitely is a Harriet Tubman. Because she is actively thinking, like, I'm gonna keep this white boy alive so that my lineage stays alive. So that I can survive. So that I can actually be a person in the future. She's also thinking... I'm also going to teach these other slaves how to read so that Mm -hmm. they can be free and teach their friends how to read and so that they can be free and so on and so forth. I would not do that. If that was me right now, if I woke up in 1815, I'd be like, fuck, fuck. Mm -hmm. And I would just do whatever. I would not, I wouldn't even think about like, who can I save? Who can I teach? Like, Mm -hmm. who can I show my way so that they can live better? I would not think that way at all. Mm. And then, and the second thought is, I feel like her instinct to save Rufus, the white boy, in order to save her own lineage, in order to survive herself, is, like, the only piece of, like, the butterfly effect that she's worried about. Like, I think I would personally be too mm-hmm. afraid to fuck shit up because of the butterfly effect. And I'd be <laughs> like, what would my life be like <laughs> in 200 years? If I, like, if I get caught in the woods, or even, again, if I just kill a butterfly, like, then what? Then Mm -hmm. what happens? And she she just does not even seem focused on that at all. Yeah, she's very much a fighter, like, in the moment and not um, focused Mm -hmm. on the butterfly effect. Um, I think it's important to say, because we didn't say this before, so if you haven't read the book, um, it's important to say that Rufus, the little boy that she, like, keeps coming back to save she finds Mm -hmm. whenever she i don't i don't remember how she finds out but she finds out that he's like her great 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 something uh grandfather and that he's a little white boy i don't know if we ever said that yes he's a little white boy boy. and there is a family tree that she has and she finds out that he ends up having a, a child with a black girl who lives near Mm -hmm. um and so essentially if all these times that she goes back to save him if she doesn't save him and he doesn't survive then like she doesn't exist in the future right yeah and that's what i also noticed that i like made a note of it in the thing where i was like no one in this book except for that one thing that you're talking about with like her own Mm -hmm. bloodline like no one is concerned with changing history or like the which I found very odd because I feel like that's always like the central concern in a <laughs> in, in a any time, time travel. traveling. Mm-hmm. But I kind of love that it's a little bit more freeing that they're not concerned about it because I'm just like mm-hmm. great. I always hate thinking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such an unnecessary burden. But anyway, wait. But like, <laughs> wait, what? Unnecessary burden. Yeah, time travel. Like this time travel fucks me up because time travel in general fucks my shit up i just yeah? like cannot understand it okay yeah, because up to love you. My, 
Because my thing is, and, like, this has stemmed from, like, any time travel show I've watched, but then I think back to, like, Lovecraft Country and how, like, there is a family story that's told in Lovecraft Country that's, like, we were being attacked and then um, some boy saved our lives. And they don't know who this boy is, but, like, they remember that this boy Mm -hmm. saved their lives. And if you haven't watched Lovecraft Country, like, this is really not that big of a deal of a spoiler alert, but, like, sorry. Um, really? but I feel then like it's like the biggest spoiler. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Wait, I feel like it's the no, ultimate spoiler. Like... <laughs> My thought process is like, <laughs> as long as I don't tell you what happens at the end, like there will still be oh. suspense. Oh, okay. Um, sure. But they find out that it's like a family member who traveled back in time that mm-hmm. was this boy who saved their life, and similar in Kindred. I'm like, okay, so does that mean that every single time this person has to go back? So is this, like, a constant loop of, like, people going back in time to save people's lives? (laughs) Never watch the TV show Dark. Just don't do it. It will fuck you up. (laughs) Or Interstellar. Don't watch Interstellar. Interstellar fucks my shit up, too. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like... The way I think of it as like, okay, so let's say I'm about to fall down the stairs, right? And somebody from the future, then Chalovia from the future saves my life today, right? Uh-huh. But then Get when I become yeah. Chalovia in the future, doesn't that mean that I got to go back and save Chalovia in the past life? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so that the shit answer, fucks me yes. up because then the Chalovia in the past that I just saved is going to grow up and become Chalovia in the future. And then doesn't she have, no? Is I mean, just like, me? Yeah. Like, all of that is true. That's why it's so confusing. So, time is a concept. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen those TikToks and people create, like, a loop where they're, like, looking outside and then they, like, look back and they notice that there's someone, like, walking through their kitchen or something? So then they, like, follow the person around their house and then, and, like, outdoors and whatever and then, like... They end up looking at themselves, looking like Bro. walking outside. When like, you're <laughs> describing that, kind of fucked me up. Listen, like, listen. There's, you know, TikTok knows me very well. TikTok would never send me that type of TikTok I'm gonna send because you one. I I'm would be sitting there and I'm I would be perplexed your algorithm for the rest of the night. Get more. No. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm honestly, I'm just like, so is this gonna keep on? Ha- like, we have to keep. It's a whole loop, and it stresses me out. Yeah. yeah. She's not stressed at all. No, Dana she's chilling. not stressed at all. But I mean, it's actually interesting, though, because it's like, neither of them are concerned about impacting history, but but both of them are in a weird way, because it's like, mm-hmm. I, I just notice how it's like, she is actively trying to, like, change the reality where she's like, oh, I will teach this little kid Nigel to read. Like, mm-hmm. I... Which, by the way, whenever you were talking about that, it's funny that you were like, oh, I would never do that, because I didn't even... While I was reading it, it felt like such a protagonist kind of act. Like, it felt just like a natural thing that, like, the protagonist Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. story would do. Right. That it was almost like I didn't think about how radical or dangerous of an act it would be, which I guess we're, like, about to find out how Mm -hmm. dangerous or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, so there's that. But then it's, like, she's actively trying to, like, invest almost in the future where she's, like, I'm going to make Rufus consider me a human i'm gonna mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um teach these kids how to read i'm gonna like interfere in ways that i can to make this world better for the people mm-hmm. that i can impact whereas like 
Kevin at one point he says like you know what's going to happen it's already happened we're in the middle of history mm-hmm. and it's like uh-huh. so there's so it's like so what is that like everything uh-huh. you do directly it's like everything you do directly impacts the future whether you do it or not so it's uh-huh. like it it's so weird to think because like both of them are right and both of them are like uh-huh. wrong mm-hmm no, I think yeah. I'm with Kevin, and maybe that's why I hate him. Are you a dinner, Kevin? <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that's why I hate him. Because <laughs> I'm just like, why are you like this? Like, oh my god. Like, You say that's why you hate him? Because you're like him? <laughs> yeah, like maybe. You know how sometimes people hold up a mirror to you, and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. You know? <laughs> like, god damn that mirror. Um, also, how do y'all say mirror? Have we talked about this? No. Mirror. Say the word again. Mirror. <laughs> mirror. Why, 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 you why say is mirror? it? You say I mirror? I say mirror. mirror. Say it again. Mirror. Mirror. Why? There's a... <laughs> mirror. I don't know. Mirror. Mirror. Why? You should just like mirror. Mm-hmm. No. Like over enunciated. <laughs> because that's how I say it, mirror. I just want to know if y'all say mirror or mirror. 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 You think we're from Baltimore we just bringing out the be more accent? Mirror. I just want to see what y'all say. Y'all say mirror, mirror. <laughs> because I feel like most people Did don't you- say mirror. Most but, people don't say mirror. I think the three of us just no, said No, but mirror. I say, I know, that was surprising. <laughs> <laughs> it was a surprise. Um, I don't think I've ever met anyone who says mer. <laughs> I don't, I, th- I just thought like Sorry. people below the Mason Dixon might say mer. I'm just thinking about mer from okay, Practical but how many Jokers. People... <laughs> you are from below <laughs> yeah. the Mason Dixon, Jalovia. Okay, you but not? like not really. I don't know, I'm not. Is Virginia not below the Mason Dixon? I don't think I am. I'm like Google it. Definitely. <laughs> I'm googling <laughs> it. I feel like slavery the definitely Mason like originated Dixon. in Virginia. Right? I'm like Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely like, I'm so is. sorry, Chilovia, but you I'm were from the South. Definitely <laughs> below the Mason Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry we have to break this to you today. Oh, oh my god. I'm like, isn't that where TJ had his whole Monte Carlo or whatever? Yo, the Mason Dixon, that is, oh my god, wow, I'm so, literally in my mind, whenever people say that, I'm like, oh, like, Georgia and below, no, it's like right here, that's the thing is, like, I always forget how far south Pennsylvania is, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, like, like, compared to the north, because Pennsylvania, I feel, I feel like, and even in this book, like, it's like, oh, we have to get to Pennsylvania, it's like, you just made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like if you got to Pennsylvania, yeah, is Baltimore is not quite it, mm. but Pennsylvania is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, y'all, that. <laughs> as I say, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you you should get um Southern Pride tatted on you. I I should get Southern <laughs> Pride, and then I yeah. should get the the state of Virginia, and mm-hmm. then I should put a Confederate flag in the oh, state absolutely. of Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Just or, like, or just get like the Confederate flag and put Southern Pride in the little stripes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in the oh, eyes. oh, that's you love to see that. Piece. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a conversation, conversation starter. starter. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I didn't lose a bet. I just, 
I'm just proud to be from I did the this South. at 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> this is 9 a.m. I'm just proud to be below the Mason Dixon. <laughs> Woke up, had a cup of coffee, got this tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but for real though, Northern Virginia does not count as the South. Oh. Okay. I just need y'all. I mean, geographically, yes. But like, what even is the Mason Dixon? An imaginary line. What are borders? You know? So geographically, mm. maybe. But, but, but that it, but, I, doesn't. But they I'm just mean saying, things. Like, <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, that literally meant something because it, it's, like, literally oh, like, refers to the line like, they had to cross. To oh, enter. my God. Man, whatever. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Remember I, when you okay, wanted to have an antebellum uh, vacay? Remember that, Shalom? First of all, I hate the way that you say that as though every time you say that, it sounds like I wanted to go visit plantations. Okay. That's what it sounds what like. What were I'm, your goals? What I literally goals? was like, let's go to like the the big cities in the, like Savannah, Georgia, or like Nashville. Okay, I was not trying to go and see plantations. It's not Savannah. I, I honestly just realized that antebellum means before the war. Oh, yeah. me too. I did not know yeah. it meant before. I thought it referred to like. I don't even know what I thought it referred to, but mm-hmm. I was like, what is Antebellum South? It sounds racist, but I don't know what. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, I mean, it is. I, was like, I know it's not <laughs> yeah. good, but now I understand. Yeah. It's like highly romanticized, but not good. Mm-hmm. So I did yeah. assume it was just like somewhere you could go, but I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's like this period of time, like specifically mm-hmm. yeah. pre-war. Got it. Yeah. Um. So would Atlanta be considered like an antebellum adventure? I mean, I think it Technically, because again, antebellum literally means before the war, but like in colloquial terms, it means like geographic location, right? And so I guess, yes, Atlanta would be, but Atlanta is also fairly like a new city. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, when they hosted the Olympics, however many years ago, um, that was to bring like more money to the city. And so, oh. and, like, there's, I, I feel like Atlanta is still, in some ways, like, really developing mm. as a real, like, metropolitan kind of space, um, which is why I would not count it as antebellum South, mm-hmm. even though, like, geographically, it, it definitely is. Mm, but we, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are Okay, but we're going to say that Northern Virginia is, like... The South. Yeah, because the, uh, I'm pretty uh, sure TJ had plantations in Northern Virginia. I don't... I know that he did in Southern Virginia. I'm just saying, <laughs> if we... If we're going to talk about how Atlanta fits in current... Like, in the current racial climate, mm-hmm. then we should talk about how Northern Virginia is different how does in it the fit? current Olivia, racial climate. I go through the tunnel what is the, to go... On. What is the point of this conversation, though? Because it's like, what does it, what does it benefit? Emma. What does We're it benefit fighting. anyone to like think that one is like more progressive? I guess. I think just like and like yeah. For me, being from Northern Virginia, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's way more of a metropolitan than being from Southern Virginia, which really is like farms and like things that you would equate with racism. Um, I'm not in any way shape or form saying that racism doesn't exist in northern virginia but it's way more diverse and like 
there are a lot of areas where you would like where I went to middle school it was like truly like probably 50 50 or 40 60 and like either 50 percent or 60 percent of the students were people of color mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm not trying to be associated with the <laughs> south I mean the north is racist too so welcome <laughs> yeah that's almost what I'm thinking where like what would it mean if you were from the south or if you embraced being from the south um <laughs> that I was from the south I don't know I there are definitely like, stereotypes put on yeah southern people especially black people from the south um and I think I think this stemmed from just like how people in the south talk and I'm like mm-hmm. northern virginia isn't the south in that way mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Just because it's like, <laughs> I, just, I just keep noticing, though, because it's like, even despite, like, I just keep noticing distance between the past and the present, but it's like, I, and there, I mean, there undoubtedly, it, there is, but at the same time, it like, still makes me... I feel like the book makes me want to think about, like, how we should actually not view whatever was happening 200 years ago as being so distant from us that, like, we can't even associate mm-hmm. ourselves with it. Like, we're, like, almost mm-hmm. we're supposed to look at it and just be like, oh, fuck, like, that sucks. And, like, it, mm-hmm. not embrace it, but it's just, like, um like, confront it. So that's why it's just, like, funny that I was, mm-hmm. like, we... It's, like, so appalled that it's, like, we're, like, from this area, but it's, like, we don't want to think about, like, what was happening there, because it's, like, there's so much shit that was happening, like, in Pennsylvania, too, um, even if it was, mm-hmm. like, the, like, free place, it's, like, I'm sure you could have been, like, run into, like, one shitty white person that would, like, happily take you back or whatever, and it's, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just, like, I feel like, like, it's hard to read that and, like, realize that. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think that, like, even just, like, um, the distance that I feel from, like, the 1976 makes it really easy Uh to be, like, oh, but, like, not now, but, uh, like, but also, like, a couple days ago, a black man, another unarmed black man was shot, and, like, like you were saying earlier, Emma, like, all of this is because of this, like, foundation or like legacy that slavery started and all the different mm-hmm. systems that it has now evolved into and all the different places right. like that even it is. we were talking about how like the patrollers that she men- mentioned like turned into the kkk mm-hmm. turned into the police basically like mm-hmm. which is the very people that are like still killing black people like all the time yeah yeah and i i see how mm-hmm. like it's, like, funny, but also, like, serious in some ways to, like, distance myself from the South. But I also see how that's, like, not acknowledging history and in ways why history is, like, repeated. Because mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. so easy for us to just be, like, well, the, especially just, like, the example of, like, the patrollers or, like, the KKK and modern mm-hmm. and what we now think of as modern police officers who used to be the people that were, like, grabbing runaway slaves and stuff or you know punishing black people who didn't do what they wanted them to do um like it's so easy to not look at that history and like see how that system is still Mm -hmm. alive today 
Yeah, and distance will really make you think that, like, you're getting away from it, like, south to north, but also, like, even in the book, at one point, Kevin's like, oh, let's, like, let's head west, mm-hmm. and Dana's like, they're doing the same shit over there just to, like, indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's, you know, it's yeah. trash everywhere. Which is crazy, because that's also where they're from. Right, yeah. yeah. They're from exactly. California. And it's like, they the shit that has happened that has allowed them to live in California hasn't even happened yet. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know, it's just like, mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like I have to go kind of soon, but I do, oh, so I did want to... Homework. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not excited about that. Remember when we used to get wasted on the pod, and now, I know. and now it's like <laughs> I have to go to finish chem homework, and Emma's like I have to go because I'm a real adult who has to wake up at the crack of dawn, and I'm like I have to go because we're like 15 minutes away from my bedtime. <laughs> oh my God. She's gonna have a whole another child, y'all. Wait, I that's wild. I had a moment today of, like, like, I've obviously thought about it, but, like, I had, like, almost a panic moment of, like, I'm gonna have a whole other human to be responsible for. And mm-hmm. I would like to think that I'm a good enough mom, but I know I'm not the greatest, but I'm, like, another one that I have to shape and mold to be a decent human in society. And then... And then, so this, I was thinking about that. Then I started thinking, like, he's going to be a boy and, like, all the things that... It's real stressful. Mm. It's real stressful. I mean, look, your kid, they don't have to be great, you know? It's. I mean, it's great if you want to make them great, but they don't have to be great. Just I'm not a just menace, like, you know? Yeah, I'm more of, like, I don't want you to be a menace to society. And right. I'm also acknowledging that, like, there are so many just, like... There's so many <laughs> mainstream ways to talk about being a menace. Like, I don't want you to be a criminal. But also, I'm like, I want to look at the nuance of, like, I also don't want you to be a predator um, when mm-hmm. in your interactions with women in the future. And mm-hmm. being a predator doesn't just mean getting caught. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are a mm-hmm. lot of ways that you can be a predator, and I don't want any of my sons to grow up that way. So Or yeah. grow up and do that. So... No. I mean, I think you are the greatest mom, honestly. You're the greatest mom, Emma. and you're going to be the greatest mom for this BB, mm. whatever that their name will be. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Also, wait, really quick, before we... I just wanted to say also, because I found out, I was, like, listening to a podcast about Octavia Butler, mm-hmm. and I realized, or sh- what I heard in that podcast was that she... This is, like, kind of out of context now, because we kind of moved away from it, but I feel like I just wanted to say it, so whatever. But I read that she actually decided to write this book because she was listening to someone talk um, about, like, she was listening to, like a, like, a black guy who was, like, kind of, like, an activist, sort of, or someone who was, like, influential. And he was just saying how angry he was at his ancestors for, like, n- being so compliant and just, like, mm-hmm. not, like, like fighting back or, mm-hmm. and stuff. And he's, mm-hmm. he said something, like, really terrible about them. And she was, like, really shocked by what he said and she was like I wanted to write a book that would put someone in the situation and show them how much we can't know about like Mm -hmm. what we what we would experience um Mm -hmm. unless we lived it and so I was like yeah I just thought that was like a really um like interesting impetus to write a book because it was like Mm -hmm. almost for him to like 
put him in, in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know what really... Sorry, I know you said you have to go and we all have to go, but there was a moment where, like, Kevin's telling Dana, like, oh, you need to fight. This is how you do it. Take the box cutter, blah, 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 right? And mm-hmm. she was like... But then, like, we're talking about suicide. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And I think... Because, I, I mean, I've heard, like, even some of my friends be like, if I was asleep today, like, I would fight back. Like, the, kind of that mm-hmm. same sentiment. Like, how did my ancestors fight back? But I'm also like, to fight back would also be, like, being okay with suicide. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, essentially, like, you're asking to be killed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, if not the white person that you're retaliating against in that moment, then... The oh. white person that they're mm-hmm. gonna like go run to, or who also, saw that happen, or whatever. Yeah, I'm seeing the parallels with like being black and being pulled over by the police right now. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we all we all want to say like if I was a slave, I would fight back. But it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if I got pulled when I get pulled over by a police, it's like hands where they can see them. I'm not fighting. I'm because to fight is suicide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And on that note. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, this is a nice this is a nice one. Okay, this so was a nice one. Yeah, this I want fun. so before next podcast, Shelby's gonna get tattoo. Um uh-huh. I'm what are what are we doing, Emma? What are we doing? Um uh, I guess we'll read the next chapter. I love that for you. Love Wait, that I'm for getting you. a tattoo and you're reading the next chapter. <laughs> Great. And I am I'm chilling. Oh, so yeah. oh. just just Facetime us, Olivia, when you're getting that tattoo. When I'm I getting wanna, my um, I want to be. What there is it supposed you. to say again? You're Southern getting that. Pride. Southern yeah, Southern Pride in mm-hmm. the Confederate flag. Oh, unfortunately, Taylor. As much as I would love to get mm. yatted right now, I can't. Do um, I can't. Yeah, because I'm pregnant. <laughs> so you know, there goes that moment. <laughs> Are there places that you, like, places on your body that you can get tatted even when pregnant? No, because the whole thing is, like, the possibility of contaminated needles. Ugh. So we'll just have to wait. There's, like, a possibility of contaminated everything (laughs) in the world. Like, our pregnant lady's just supposed to live in a bubble. I mean, listen, you could get a tattoo that says above the Mason-Dixon. I'm just saying. Okay. If you, if you're feeling, like... Pennsylvania that tattoo girl, energy. We? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one that says Pencil Tucky. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Emma, you can get, get a Pennsylvania Dutch. Pennsylvania Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Jeez. Oh, oh my God. Love that. Wow. And on, uh, and on that. Yep, for real, for real. <laughs> Um, we outcha. Thanks for rocking with us, y'all. This is so fun. I know. Oh, I like book club. (laughs) I I like book club. Club. Yeah, and on three we'll say, I like book club. (laughs) Wait, I like book club and then bye. Okay, okay. Yeah. One, two, three. I I like like book book club. club. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.